seems cold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore. Here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shines through the dark. It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Rohit Woe. It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Rohit Woe. Hello, Aaron. Welcome to The Hopeless Show. Hello, Rohit, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Our podcast really is something else. Today we're talking about the future. And the visions of the show are really good. Because we've got topics like loan forgiveness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can buy versions of that. Uh, the songs, the sounds of the hopeless show. It's called uh, the sounds of hopeless uh, on iTunes, Spotify, and all your local record stores. Tower records is selling it right now. I think the wall uh, is selling it in that CD store. You know, the, the, selling our CD in the mall. The, the and warehouse and the warehouse. Oh, I don't know if we had the warehouse on the East coast growing up. We did. It was the spot. Yeah, yeah. But but we are talking about the future today and what the future means for in all our topics. So we're going to be talking about MLB jerseys and Hunter Biden and bikes and uh Gen, Gen Z. We're getting big into Gen Z. So big fans. Get ready big for fans. that. Big fans. Yeah, long time. First time, long time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, before we talk about the future, I want to ask you something about the past because you hinted at it last week. Tell me about your Vegas trip oh. because I saw your stories on Instagram and it made me nauseous because the amount of stuff you did in such a short period of time looked quite frankly miserable but i want you to i want you to tell me otherwise okay so 20 hours in las vegas took a very early morning flight on sunday landed in vegas the we got to the car rental place and they said hey guess what you have at least a minimum one hour wait for your rental car because we were going to drive a car to the hoover dam and spend the afternoon there before heading into the city and we said we don't want to miss our hoover dam time the guy said i do have one car available but you got to pay an additional 145 dollars uh, to upgrade to it, but it's the only car I got. I was like, okay, what is it? He goes, it's a Maserati. And I said, okay, what? here's my card. So <laughs> yeah. you drove a Maserati. We, yeah, we drove like, a, like a little Maserati like uh, SUV into the Hoover Dam. Um, it was pretty fun. Uh, it's the only thing that sucked was the U like the interface was not great. Um, it was the, you know, like I drive stick shift and I just, I'm very used to shifting with my hand. Then we, I couldn't, it took about three minutes to figure out how to get the car out of park. Um, and because the Aaron, do you want to guess where the shifter was up your butt close? Okay. Where? It was not uh, where your usual shifter is. Sometimes some cars even have dials. No, the shifter was in a long strip, P-R-D-N, okay? And four long buttons that were inside the, like the stereo buttons right near like, you know, it's like they were like a long strip of them, like hidden. It makes no sense why they were there. But the other bad thing is some, in the car, you know, I would like, you know, just gas up to, you know, hit like 75 or whatever on the on the highway. And then I didn't realize right. I was doing 103 every time I was doing that. 
because the car was really fast. Um, <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, I'm going way too fast. So yes, hit to the Hoover Dam. Um, we did the tour, took a bunch of cool pictures, went in tunnels, and uh, that was actually this magnificent thing. Then we got into our room at the Encore, um, had a really cool marble table in there. Um, and then from uh, from there, we... Went to dinner. I'm exhausted. I know. This is exa- yeah. this is exhausting. We went to dinner in the Venetian and sat underneath the, you know, outside the gondolas where like the river is. It was like indoors, outdoors. It was really hilarious, but delicious. Then we went to the Sphere to see U2. And that show was amazing. They played, I think they played seven songs that I knew. And I liked, I really liked five of those songs. Um, and the rest <laughs> of the time, even when I didn't know the songs, I was totally taken away and blown away by the gigantic ex- visual effects experience um there was one moment where it made it seem like the entire sphere was spinning on its own axis and the world behind was like static and kind of like you were going past it and there was a, like a teenager that was there with his parents he had his face in his hands and his head in his lap and he was just like not able to process this which is kind of crazy we're, we're gonna, gonna get to that yeah, we're gonna, we're get, gonna to get to that. get to yeah we're going to get to that type of person. So what did you do? At, so the sphere, you agree, we've talked about it on this show. It's unbelievable, right? Yes. And then it, it was just, I can't wait to see more shows there um, because I've never. Like I'd see anything I'd there. I'd see anything there. Literally anything there. I don't even, I know two Grateful Dead songs. I would totally see Dead & Co. there. Um, well, and you know the visuals for that are going to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like, I got to like really decrease the amount of drugs um, anybody should take there. <laughs> because that you'll be high just i remember just from like looking at the visuals it's kind of like when you go to what was that place aaron that we um you and i had one day visited it was like oh area area yeah it was like the grocery store um it was uh area 51 yes yes. meow wolf yeah meow wolf and they had the supermarket and we're like you know aaron and i you know we're very responsible people but we're like if somebody here was taking drugs they would just it would be too much for them um, it would be too much. Yeah, yeah. Because, that's yeah. It's uh, that's why it's important to not. Yes. When you, especially when you do these things. Um, so, and then what did you afterwards? Did you get sleep or did you just uh, like power through the night before your flight home? Um, slept for three and a half hours. Got up on the flight um, and then went right to work. That sounds awful. Yeah, I mean, awful. your trip does sound cool. I'm impressed, but it also sounds. I mean, it was a lot. I'm exhausted talking about it. But yeah, that was a lot. Yeah. Um, but you know, and thank you for sharing, Rowan. You know what's not a lot? What's that? Is one of our new sponsors, uh, Flex Pro Meals, which is not a lot because it's a healthy way to eat. Can I tell you a little bit about Flex Pro Meals? I'm very, very curious to know more, Aaron. So I had one last night. They come in a box of like 21 meals. And they're packaged and delicious. And here's what Flex Pro Meals do. They're nutritious meals, but you're in control of your meal preps. They send you your meals, so you're already ready to go. You just plop it in the microwave for four minutes, and none of it's junk food. It's all healthy. It's really flavorful. I really, really enjoyed these meals. And it sets up your week, so you don't have to worry about it. And they're they're absolutely delicious. I felt full. And I felt full of energy. And can you and like so specify like like gluten? You go to flexpromeals.com. You you pick. So like I actually picked my meals for the week. 
you pick and like you have like there you can do gluten free you can do chicken you can do pork you can do beef and then they have different recipes so you can get like three of one four of one and uh I had like a sesame chicken thing last night that was so delicious, man. And it it's not a lot of calories and you like you don't have to go to the gym. You just eat this way and you're just going to be healthy. But they recommend also using it with going to the workout because it's it's good for working out. It gives you the right combination of nutrients so that you can work out. And honestly, this sounds like a much better um sort of option for me because I, you know, I do work a lot and, uh, you know, I'm having less time to cook these days and also just like hunting the local neighborhood coyotes. It takes up a lot of time. <laughs> so, um, I can leave. And you know how many calories are in these? Like, th like, uh, there's a tomatillo enchilada one, 420 calories. Nice. Good number. Funny. Yeah. Uh, 23 grams of carbs, 28 grams of protein and 24 grams of fat. I don't understand all that, but I do know that's a good amount of those. Yeah, things. I feel like Dr. Phil would say that's good. Very good. So we'll talk more about Flex Pro Meals, but go check it out. FlexProMeals.com. They're great. I'm eating them right now. Uh, I would not endorse a product that I don't also think is good. Yes. We have integrity here on the Hopeless. Unless you pay a lot of money. If you yeah. pay a lot of money, we'll endorse anything. We are, yes, we are for sale. But oh, and one other thing. Yeah, we are for sale. One other thing is they it comes like with ice packs and stuff. So like if you don't get home, like I didn't get home till late and it was all prepped super nice. It was easy to go right into the freezer um, with like ice bags and stuff. You get complimentary ice bags with it. Uh, highly recommend. We'll talk about it more. Um, I'm eating them right now and I feel great. And so I think we can go right into topic one about feeling great because you have something to talk about yeah. that I'm terrified about. Oh God, yes. And Aaron, I think both you and I have expressed a lot of fear about AI in our in our episodes over the past few years. And I think it just got hilariously bad and weird this past week. Um, Aaron, have you had a chance to use Google Gemini yet? No. Okay, so Google Gemini is kind of like mid-journey meets chat GPT. Essentially, there's a prompt and you type in, hey, what's the recipe for a gluten-free lasagna? Boom, it'll give it to you. Now, how, how about if I want to use like this type of cheese, boom, it'll kind of update it, whatever, it's AI. But also it'll do stuff like Midjourney, it'll draw pictures for you or create photos and like do whole sorts of visuals. You can use them for videos, everything. So what happened um, with this new product was recently, people found out that Google Gemini refused to draw or include photos of white people. And um, so what would happen is people would say, hey, uh, Gemini, uh, can you uh, draw me a picture of, uh, you know, Scandi you know, ancient Scandinavians? And they would all be black or Indian. <laughs> and, um, and then they said, hey. Well, they might have been. They might have been. We don't know. <laughs> Were you there? I mean, that's a good point. Um, then, so it's, they started like saying like, you know, like draw me a picture of people from ancient Ireland. And obviously nobody was actually white or Irish. Um, and the, every prompt where then the people said, hey, draw me a picture of a white family. And the response was, while I understand your request, I'm unable to generate images that specify race or ethnicity. It's against my guidelines to create content that could be discriminatory or promote harmful stereotypes. Instead, I can offer you images of families that celebrate diversity and inclusivity, featuring people of various ethnicities and backgrounds. So it will. You know, white people in, on this earth are a minority. There's more not white people than white people. There's like 900 million white people and actually on a, on and of billions of people on earth. So the fact they're really being racially 
um, discriminatory toward white people. Yeah, and as an Indian person, I'm technically like one of the majority populations in the world. But in this yeah, there's country, way more of you than yeah. there are. Well, I'm like though I am the rarest of rare. There's only um, I think eight million white Jews on this earth. That's so I'm like I'm like yeah. I should be I should be in a museum. So that that's what a lot of us people from different um, sort of problematic historical backgrounds would say about you too. But um, <laughs> but what happened yeah, was they say uh, they think I should yeah. be in other places. So no matter what they like it if trying... I'm in showers because <laughs> you dirty boy. Um, so. What happened was no matter what people were trying to get it to prompt, they could not get Google Gemini to generate a person, any person of Caucasian persuasion. It was impossible. <sighs> then the Google founders, Sergey and Larry commented on it. Um, and they were saying that, um, you know, that, that they're going to try and work on it. And what they did essentially is they uh, took it down. They took down photo generation. But after an image of the founders of Google, uh, somebody uh, had it Google gem- generate them and says, please generate the founders of Google. So, you know, Sergey Brin and Larry Page, two white guys, and it generated them as two Asian dudes. Um, <laughs> and then from that point, then they just turned it off, I guess, as they got offended or something like that. So now. So where is Google Gemini now? So Google Gemini is active, but you, it will not generate any pictures um, at all. And Aaron, in our sheet, I've actually. Uh, in, there's a video uh, on our topic. If you click that video, it just shows you some of the stuff that's being generated, um, and it is hilarious. Um, All right, I'm going to describe what I'm yes. uh, what I'm looking at right yeah. now. I am looking at. I'm just going to say it. It looks like a lot of characters from um, Black Panther. Then it looks like. Uh, it's like the founding fathers of America, but they're all black. Uh, then they just showed a bunch of Canadian hockey players, but they're all like Indian. And uh, apparently, um, lots of Asians were fighting for us in World War Two. No, that's actually, I believe that was, uh, they, they asked, that question asked them for Nazis. Um, oh, so there were a lot of Asian yeah, yeah. Nazis. Yeah, so it made them Asian, Black, and Native American when you asked to draw me a picture of German troops in 1943. Well, so. <laughs> dude, this is this is how the future, to bring it to our topic, our subject today, theme, the future, it's not always ready. <laughs> like, this obviously wasn't ready. Whatever they did with their algorithms was not it's not, ready and it, it shows you can't really believe anything. No. And the thing is, it's not like it was an algorithmic error. This is purely from coding. This was very specific. They, you know, the, the running joke is that uh, somebody just watched like, you know, like Netflix historical uh, reenactions. And that's how they based on, you know, that's what they did to base all their, uh, their characters, uh, all the, the AI generated races in. Um, and that brings me to my biggest issue, one of my many millions of issues with AI, Aaron, is AI mm. is not some independent thinking bot. AI is informed by the people that code the AI. And what we've seen here is people at Google very specifically coding this AI to refuse to acknowledge 
white people. I'm not white, but I think it's ridiculous. I think it should be accurate, right? Um, and not refuse to like draw something that's accurate or, or show you a picture of something that's accurate. And I think it's sad. And then you take it even further where Google is obviously the number one search engine in the world, followed by YouTube as the number two search engine. YouTube is also <coughs> Google. And they are aggregating. So not only is AI, it's, it's, you, have, you can't trust AI because it's, there's people behind AI and people have bias. But even Google with its news, they showed that when it's just generating even news results, they are so skewed where 63% of news results will come from left-leaning media, 6% from right, 16% from center, and 15% not rated. And so you even see that this, this is, you have people, like I think you should have, a, it should be as 50-50 as possible. And, or, but you don't have that. And I think what we have is just more reason to distrust tech, to distrust. I'll give you hope. AI. Let me give you hope. Hell, Let me I give don't you know hope. where you can find it, but let's try. Because in the future, they're going to get this right. It's not going to stay this way. How? They're going to get it right. How? But how can we They're going to make it so there aren't Asians who were Nazis. I guarantee you within like a year, this glitch will be fixed. But this is so is once this... it's fixed. Once it's fixed, we'll look back on this period of time longingly. Oh, remember when AI was wrong and Asians were Nazis? Oh, but but Aaron, like, how can we ensure it's fixed? Because there's like right you'll now, see. Google owns. The I'm internet. right about most things that you doubt. No, Google um, Google owns the internet. Google is the core center jump. But off it's going to change. The They're going to fix some of this. But if right now what happened was this was like. This, you couldn't even write this into an Onion headline because this is stranger than anything the Onion can think of, right? The fact that they had this coded, hard-coded, and it took so much for them to get called out on it, for them to at least pull it down. They didn't, even, like, that, if you have to go through that level of scrutiny to even get them to address this, and then we just see that something just as their search results are so skewed, how do, why, why would you have any faith that they'd become... Do you have faith there? in me? Sometimes. Just have faith that this is going to get fixed. I promise I, you. I refuse to issue blind faith to a large tech company like Google. All right. Well, I'm trying to give you hope. Um, not so a change, just yeah. have faith in me. I got faith in you, and, ship, and, but not this. This is this, this is. Well, I'm going to transition us. Okay. To uh, you'll see. I'll be right. But right now we're going to transition to MAGA Monday, where I have lots of faith in nothing going on in our political system, but. <laughs> Uh, MAGA Monday is our segment on all things extreme politics. But I do have faith in one thing, Rohit. What's that? Our president fucks. That's right. President Joe Biden said in a, in a conversation at an event or something that the key to his marriage is good sex. Um, and his wife got mad when he made the joke, but, uh, but he said that, uh, that they still get down hard and I, I'm like, uh, he said, uh, oh, this was back in 2006. He said, I'd rather be at home making love to my wife while my children are asleep. Um, and, uh, 18 years ago. Yeah, but he just said that his the key to his forty seven years of marriage is good sex. 
Honestly, and I respect that. That's great. Me but, too. Yeah, that's. I love that. I mean, I will have to ask some like detailed questions. I don't know if any, you know, if Peter Ducey is going to have the the wherewithal to ask these um, at the next press conference. But like some uh, details. The best like, reporter. Oh yeah, like his at his age, does he need like handlers, like someone to like pick up his wiener and like slide it in? Somebody to kind of like another person to kind of like thrust his hips, you know, to kind of push them back and forth. Because at that <laughs> age, bro, I'm 42. I grunt when tying my shoes and it takes me a while just to get out of bed. And this dude is twice my age. And I don't even know, like, like I think that I don't know how many humans can do that at that age. Um, so I'm just very curious on the mechanics of it and how many helpers are needed. Well, I'll look into that for you. Okay. But for now, I feel hope that, that the president gets down. Yeah. Honestly, he's probably fucking more than the last president did because that last president who slept in a separate like bedroom as his wife uh for his w- and his wife was for hire too let's be frank i, I don't mean, know i don't think you can say that about a woman like that i mean it, that's no i don't uh, i mean we don't know we don't know for sure but you definitely um, know that she was really attracted to his handsome orange skin so <laughs> And, but and his haircut, so that's 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 what she saw in him. Um, but let's let's move, yeah, let's move on to uh to another piece because this is goes to where you're wrong a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Hunter Biden, Rohit, have you heard about um where the Russian, the Biden uh, crime family stuff came from? Yeah, it's it's coming from a source that they previously said could not be trusted because he was a Russian source until he said something they agreed with. So now they said to trust him. That one. Wait. So are you are you part of? You think this the the fact that they said that it was a Russian uh, lie that spread the information about Hunter Biden's this, illegal the activities? Same, the same person, the same Russian, this this leaker. Um, he had a. Uh, he was the one that when he was saying that Hunter Biden had made illegal dealings, by the way, this is not about the laptop or anything. My laptop has already been proven to be real. But when he said it made illegal dealings, the Biden administration and everybody says, do not trust this Russian asset. Do not trust him. Then when he says, actually, you know, he didn't. They said, trust this guy. Trust this guy. So that that is so that I just want to know when we should trust him and when we should not trust him. Did at the time, did they know he was an informant? Or was he? Wait, his you status think when, has not changed. You, I know. Do you think when an informant is trying to get information before he's revealed as an informant, they're going to let on that he's an informant, or are they going to say, "Don't trust him. He's Russian." And then when it fa- when they found out he's the informant, they're like, "Okay, yeah, this is what he was they doing knew all who along." He was before, and they knew who he was. Not, now. They weren't going to say it in public. They, all they said in public is do not trust this guy's lies. And as soon as he says something that of they Of course, because he was it, Russian. Because he, he was posing as a Russian then. Okay, so now it's different because he says something that you agree with. No, it's different because it came out who he actually is. Uh-huh. Think about what you're saying. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like, no, no, it it's only... like Tom Cruise taking off the mask in Mission Impossible and revealing he's not the Russian. That's what happened here. No, because, because now that's how they're spinning it because it's convenient. Aaron, Aaron, this is a capital, this is a capital, it's different with a capital D in parentheses. I mean, Rohit, you're just, you're such on the wrong side. You are so deep, you are so deep, MAGA, you are, 
you're right now wearing a Make America Great hat. You are so MAGA. You know, I would never like vote the for fact... that wretched person, but there is Aaron. The fact that this is the same person, the exact the, same what, guy. What was, what was this guy's identity when, when he, they said don't trust him? He was a Russian, and now it's come out that he's an informant. He's, they classified him as an informant because it's something that was convenient. No, when you're trying to get someone to get information, uh-huh. you don't give away his... Uh, his... Bro, oh my God. Do you look, read like the, the Weekly Sun and believe the aliens? Like Every single on... thought from Fox News to MSNBC, every site has said this was an informant and this is the entire he was Biden scandal was then. fake. He was an, not the entire Biden scandal. So why is every single news outlet saying that this is true? And also it's not the entire Biden scandal. It was specifically about money transfers. The laptop. What else does he do? What is what is he? I don't know. Besides, been a, been a fucking talk pet, about convenient pictures of him. They've just pedophile. made up stuff. He's a pedophile. To, I mean, that's just not true. There's pictures of him with underage women. He's fucking naked, and they're naked on the fucking bed. That's How not we, true. It is absolutely true. No, it isn't. You're in right now. I actually think you're clinically insane. Biden naked on bed with underage women. Where? What, like, where do you make this? What Reddit there chains are you 10, reading? 10,000 photos from Hunter Biden's laptop. 10,000. Oh, wait, photos. Hunter Biden. I thought you said Joe Biden. No, I'm talking about Hunter. Oh, Hunter Biden. Yeah, of course he's still like scum. Oh, and then like, we are talking about a- completely different things. Oh, yeah, I'm in agreement with you about Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're good. He's innocent. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't no, do that, anything. No, that, that part. That part, they still, we still have to figure out what all the bank transfers are for and why he was on 30 plus calls and why it was all just say good morning and why he was called the big guy and all that. But I don't know if, I, I agree. I don't think it was with Russia. I agree with you. Oh, we're not, we're not in disagreement at all. Oh, okay. So we were just talking about the wrong Biden. And no. I don't, and I, and I don't, and Hunter thing. Biden is scum, yeah. but he didn't do all the things that they're trying to basically use to get Joe Biden impeached. He did their, most of them. Their impeachment uh, scheme is just ludicrous. It's just wasting your money and my money. There right. is nothing to it. Right. Just like the last one too. So, um, yeah, but those were true. <laughs> Wait, you think that you actually think that the Trump impeachment and the Biden impeachment are the same thing, bro. This is like, it's very funny. You're like, Hey, it's true. As long as it's my guys doing, you Even- think that Biden and Trump are the same thing. They're Say it. Both, they're both pieces of shit that both. Wait, but, do you think they're the same thing? One is shit. One's diarrhea. They're both same. They're both the same genus. Same species, maybe, but different phylums. I mean, you're just. All right, we'll move on. You're yeah. just so wrong here no. and you won't admit it, but you're Not, like, basically, I can't give you news because you're just going to deny bro. that. What happened is true. Bro, the Democrats have weaponized the courts. They, they, how many times they tried to impeach him? How many times have they tried to indict him? They just got him for fucking half a billion dollars for doing what every single real estate person does where he just, you know. He, well, that's like, just not true either. Yeah? I mean, dude, you are deep. Okay, so. You are deep conspiracy. Okay, to his mar- okay so, all right, if we're going to talk about that 500 mil, the half a billion dollars that he owes, right? There has never been another person in history that was prosecuted for that. Okay. Right, because there's never been a person that's done what okay, what t- Trump has done. T- t- he is, t- tell me this is the for. reason tell he's what, so famous. Uh, tell me is what, because what he's for. he's a con. He is the 
I believe you, Donald you know, Trump you know is what, the biggest con artist our country has ever seen. He's up there. But do you know what that, that, that half, first of all, civil court, no jury. And you know what the basis of that was? They, the, the New York judge said his Mar-a-Lago property was valued at 18 million. When previous was over a hundred million, all the nearby properties are a hundred million. He said, actually I'm about very 18 million unilaterally made that. Then what they said is, oh, well, anytime Aaron, when you are buying, when you are a prop, when you are buying a property, MAGA hit, no, MAGA hit, dude, listen to the facts. When like, all right, don't just read the fucking like raw story.org fucking headlines. Okay. When you are buying a property, Aaron, you evaluate it at, the, at X level. Okay, the bank values it at a different level. And then they send people to inspect the property and then you come to meet in the middle. And you will always value, sorry, when you're selling your property, you always value it higher, right? They valued it higher and the bank said actually it was worth it. So the thing is, this was... So you think the whole court thing is rigged? It's all rigged. it's, it's, It's a fucking witch hunt. Dude, and stop making me defend this guy, but you cannot deny that when every single New York real estate, large corporate real estate owner does the exact same thing, and there's no victim here. Okay, Aaron, Aaron, who was defrauded? Who was defrauded? New York's uh, taxpayers. No, 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 no. Aaron, this was a deal between Trump and the bank. The bank says, okay, you value this much, we value that much. Okay, cool. We Who's not getting the tax... Who's no not tax, getting? There's no taxes that come from any. Of if you devalue, if you value, this was your, not about property taxes. This is about a contract. This is about loans from the bank. He paid them with interest. There was nothing to it. But the, all they said is they got him on the tiniest technicality and then assigned this exorbitant half a billion dollar charge, which is yeah. out of control. No, dude, this is weaponizing the fucking courts. And I'm telling you this, I hate Donald Trump, but what you are doing is saying, if you're okay with Trump doing this, if you're, if you're sorry, if you're okay doing this with Trump and you are okay with them putting a million fucking um, impeachment fucking cases against him, you have to, you absolutely cannot get upset when this is weaponized against Joe Biden, when the same shit, okay? It won't happen because he didn't do it. Okay, because you blindly believe he doesn't do it. You blindly follow the path. Where's uh, Joe Biden's th- fake, third party uh, fake corporations? Bro. Okay. It was different when Joe had files uh, uh, files, and when Trump had files. It's, that's different. Even though they both had fucking files illegally stored. It's different when Trump is dementia versus Joe Biden is dementia. It's different even though Joe Biden doesn't even remember when he was vice president. Okay. He did not remember anything. Do you think okay? Donald Trump has dementia? All I'm saying. Yes. I think that Donald Trump is not well mentally. Okay, and neither is fucking Joe. But the fact is, everybody's just saying, "Oh no, Joe's fine." Donald. You've seen Joe Biden not even be able to fucking say a sentence. All I am saying is, when you put these two people side by side, and when you take behavior side by side, bro, you have to treat them equally. And you cannot just say because my team. Who do you think is a better person? Okay, that's like saying is fucking Pol Pot or Hitler a better person? Who do you think is a better person, Joe Biden or Donald Trump? If you answer me, is Pol Pot or Hitler a better person? I just asked you, is Joe Biden or Donald Trump a better answer, person? I will only answer that question if you answer the other one. Pol Pot. Okay, let's see how many millions of people Pol Pot killed. By the way, this isn't our debate section. This isn't even our debate section. And we do have to move on because we're running a... We're running a we, we got into a topic that... Okay. I, all right, so Pol Pot, yeah. All right, so I guess technically Pol Pot is a better person because he only killed 2 million people in the Cambodian genocide. What a nice guy. Okay, great. Okay, so yes, I will say that Joe Biden is a better person. But this is, again, he's a log of shit where Donald Trump is just a watery cornfield diarrhea.
I would rather have the log any day of the week. Or vote third party and get both of these fuckers as far out of the office as you can. Voting third party is voting for Trump, so that's silly. Although your it's vote funny. doesn't really matter in California. But. Right, although it's so funny because Trump people tell me me voting for their party is a vote to help the Democrats. So who am I helping? Nobody. You're just, well, you're not a citizen. You're wasting a vote. Well, I'm a citizen, and I will see both these parties burn to the fucking ground. But, yeah. I'm not even into the, the we have to move on, but I'm uh, not even into the party system, as yeah, you know. But you keep, yeah, but you keep defending this guy. Um, but, yeah, worst president ever. Um, and speaking of, yeah, he just gave $1.2 billion. You said best, right? Yeah, totally. And he just, he's just, uh, he gave $1.2 billion of our money, taxpayer money, to pay for people's college. Um, so that is terrible. You're just mad because you didn't, it came after your time. No, no, I'm mad because I would rather have the money go to poor black communities that are suffering right now. I'm rather have that money. Like, you know, you're, you know, who's paying for that? People that never went to college, you know, it's a fucking tax on the entire fucking country to pay off people that are in white collar jobs because they went to college to pay off their loans. They signed a contract. And they refuse to pay that contract. So, we're, you know, why, why does why doesn't why doesn't why don't we pay for farmers that are suffering? Why don't we pay for their vehicles? Why don't we pay for their? That's next. Loans? That's the oh, next one point two billion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where's that? Yes, yeah, so him. He's buying votes. This is garbage. Doing an election year. So yeah, he's very corrupt. Um, well, of, uh, let's let our listeners. Run. Yes, we let's let our listeners thing. chime in because we do have to move on. We're yes, running and out. One, of time. And one last thing is that um, fortunately, New York City struck down a uh, voter struck down a law that would have allowed eight hundred thousand non citizens to vote. Um, and this is means people that just came over, like if they said, Oh, that's hey, good. Yes. That's a good thing. Finally. But yes, that was, uh, put together by, yeah, your locally New York, uh, city representatives trying to get illegals to vote. So there's that. No, I don't. I think that's wrong. Yes, it is. Let's move on to sports. Uh, yeah. Good debate that we didn't expect to be a debate. Yeah. I mean, I'm right, but good debate. Yeah. No. Uh, so I think we both agree on this. Do you want to, why don't you talk about it? Oh, God, uh, Aaron, you know, you and I, I think we both like sports a little. And a we little both, bit. And we both like baseball a little. A um, little bit, yeah. yeah we may we watch, we great. may waste a lot of time on it. Yeah, yeah. And you are, honestly, you are, you and my brother are the two biggest baseball fans I've ever met in my entire life. Um, More than you? Yes, yes. I would I would say you're a better baseball fan than I am. Um, and you're I, pretty, I, I mean, you're, I'm pretty big. You I love it. But, spend a ton of time on baseball and you run oh, yeah. a league and all this stuff. Yeah. But I still, I think you definitely edge me out a bit. Um, but we both love the fucking sport and that means we both own jerseys, right? I have, I have a number of jerseys, but you know what we're not buying Aaron? The new jerseys. The new, the new. MLB what jerseys. were they thinking? This okay. is the most bizarre thing. How did they test these out and not realize that you can see through to the people's yes. boxers? Yes. Yeah. So, so to give our listeners a bit of a background, uh, Fanatics is they they put, they bought the Majestic Factory. Majestic used to make the Major League Baseball uniforms for a long time. Really high quality, like jerseys and, and even the on-field players' uniforms and everything. Pants jerseys. And what they did is when Nike bought... And just as a preface, how many people do you, do our listeners, see wearing baseball stuff they're anywhere the, you go? They're, they're the, everywhere. They're the, baseball jerseys are also the most wearable jerseys in real life. You can just throw on a t-shirt, throw on a jersey, go to the beach. Like You can't wear like a Toronto Raptors jersey like 
to a concert with like no sleeves and you're like my hairy shoulders out, you know, like you <laughs> do that. wearing a football jersey is kind of comical unless you're going to like doing football shit. Um, you just look like a strange person, you know, like you're ready to like rob a fucking convenience store. Um, and then hockey jerseys, you seem way too Canadian when you wear those. So I think baseball jerseys are like the most universally acceptable. Now what happened is for our listeners, the latest baseball jersey designs from the, from fanatics, um, who bought out the Majestic Factory and Nike, who bought out the Major League Baseball relationship and has Fanatics producing their jerseys, they have now got the cheapest, crappiest material. And players are hating them. The, the numbers look, everything looks weird. It looks really, really garbage. And that's just a and shirt. And you can see through you the can pants. See through them. You wear the pants and you can actually see players' balls. And like when they're <laughs> bending over, you could see like the outlines of their dicks. And you could see their boxers go through. You can see there when their shirts, their jerseys tucked into their, their uniform pants, you can see the flaps of the jerseys. They're, they're transparent. And apparently the same material was used in European soccer. And there's like an incident where it started raining on, on the pitch. And all you could see was a player's nipples just protruding. <laughs> and it was, there, it was so, and they were see-through and it looked like a wet t-shirt contest. Um, it was really, really bad. And Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball has said, no, these are great. We tested them, players love them. And then the, the drama continued more with the more with like the dick shots um, that have been released since yesterday. And now Nike addresses says, oh, everybody loves them. Um, and then the latest thing, Aaron, right before this, I just saw a post that uh, Major, League Base, or Major League Baseball and Nike said they're going to try to fix something within the next six weeks. Oh, they are? Day. Yeah. Because how, I just don't see, like, once the big games start and the season starts, I can't see players running on the field on the, in these jerseys. Like, it's just too bizarre. Like... Do you want to see Shohei Otani's penis? Depends on the listeners that I think are answering that question. Yeah, actually, that's um, true. There's probably many do. Can so, you imagine Jason Giambi, former Yankees first baseman, back in the day? He used to wear a thong. It was revealed uh, later. He revealed it. But imagine like his like fucking thong through his uniform. Oh my like, god, that would have been a meme like yeah. no other. Oh god, yeah. So how do we get hope in the future of uh, this? Is it is our hope that they're going to fix it in six weeks and actually fix it? No, our, our hope is that I was going to order a Gunnar Henderson jersey till this whole drama, but now I'm going to really just dust off my old Matt Weeders jersey and enjoy the shit out of that. It's got beautiful tacked on twill letters. But it, would you get a would you get a Gunnar Henderson? For those who don't know, Gunnar Henderson is a rookie of the he was the rookie of the year, mm-hmm. big new star on the Orioles. Uh, would you get the new jersey when they come out with it? When it's fixed, when I know the materials are good again, then yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there's some hope. Yeah. Um, so let's off. transition into a hope in 60. Yes. Oh, Aaron, you got one this week for us. Um, I'm I start do. The timer. And so for new listeners out there, Aaron, we got 60 seconds to solve something really big and really important. So Aaron will give me that, the issue in about 30 and I'll try and solve it in 30. And we are going to start now. I feel really hopeless because... A Bay Area public library is get, is getting closed because there were little personal fires being made in it and a lot of public sex in the library. And this makes me feel hopeless because I love little fires. Public sex is super fun. I think that these types of libraries should remain open. Give me hope as to why they are they are closing this beautiful institution. First, they're they're banning books. And now they're banning fucking in front of like library campfires. Like, I don't know what's happened to this country, Aaron, 
but um this is a great library yeah, why are you closing this it this is like next they're gonna say oh you can't shit between the aisles um you know and i need hope you know and you can't practice the pooey decimal system but i think <laughs> I, aaron i think the hope is that one day um people are not gonna be able to read anymore uh, they're already stopping to read and we won't need libraries anymore and that space can then be turned into a full-time shitting pissing and fucking okay. in front of the fire center all right, so there's hope for this library still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome, just, yeah, thank yeah, the you. The hope is, is rooted around the way our educational system is going uh, in this country. Excellent. Yeah. All right, I feel I do feel hope. I appreciate that. Now, uh, I'm looking, because I was looking forward to visit. When I read this story, I'm like, next time in the Bay Area, I'm going to this library. This sounds really fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then they say it's closing? Don't close on me. No, it's not right. This sounds like a party. Uh, so I, now we have a debate. Yes. Um, I, I have no idea what we're debating, so give it to me. Okay, Aaron. Um, this is um, goes back to Canada. Um, oh no, God! Sorry, God. no. This is California. Sorry, California. Sorry, it's another okay. C place. Um, and this this goes back to a story from a few years ago that's starting to pop up recently back in pop culture that people are actually having debates about, and it involves uh, a couple named Corey and Savannah that were arrested. And Aaron, we're gonna debate whether they should have been arrested or not, and their behavior is arrest-worthy or not. All right. Okay. Um, honestly, okay, I'm gonna flip a coin. We're gonna decide what side you're taking before you even hear the this, the topic. How's that, okay? All uh, right. right now, we have this, this Lumen Industries coin. If it lands on the drop, that's heads. Um, uh, heads means that you defend the couple. And on the back, uh, t- tails means you defend the state. Okay. All right. I call drip. Okay. Wait. So I, I'm going to, if you don't if need it, to call it, right. Cause whatever for you, it just lands. <laughs> this is harder than it should be. Yeah. Okay. Whatever it lands on is what you're going to defend. Okay. 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 I got to reflip. Sorry. Landed on my dick. <laughs> You're going to defend the state. I'm defending the state. All right, let's go. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is what Corey and Savannah did. They set up a camera in, on their front lawn. Okay. A security camera, live stream. And they would put their bicycles on the front lawn. And what would they would wait for is people to come to their lawn and start stealing their bike. From there, Corey and Savannah would come out and start beating the people with a baseball bat. Okay. <laughs> and they got arrested for this. Now, Aaron, I guess I'm defending Corey and Savannah. You are uh, defending the state and their judgment against them. I think yes. they were doing something that is so patriotic, <laughs> defending their property. I think this is a good thing. And I think more people should be encouraged to, <laughs> to take this. I, I, I think vigilantism... I don't think that's always bad. People have it. They, it gets a bad connotation. But here's the thing. They were doing nothing illegal. However, the state said that they're baiting them. Um, what, what do you, what do you Wait, have to say? They were doing nothing illegal? In you can't mind. just... you. Oh, right. In your mind. You can't just beat people with a bat. No, what, but you're defending your property, right? Like if someone came to your property and you weren't recording and you started beating them with a the bat, would that be okay? I would tell them to leave 
And if oh, yeah, they didn't gonna leave, ride your bike I, away. What? Then they're just going to ride your bike away. I would, I would call authorities. Before... <laughs> this is California, bro. Cops ain't going to do anything about a bike. I just wouldn't use a bat. I'm, I'm the state. Don't use a bat. Like, push them or something. Like a knife, maybe? I just think you... I mean, if someone, like, came into my house and tried to take my bike, I'd tell them not to. If they got violent to me... If they started to get violent when I grab my bike back, I would, uh, I, then you can use physical force, but in, I'm, you can't just immediately beat someone up, like commit a felony. Uh, I think a felony is, is trespassing into somebody's property and stealing their property. So they're, they're, why should these people's bones be more valuable than this person's home and their property? You know, I agree with you. I lost the debate. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just cool. And here's the thing. I think this might be the best thing for crime prevention is if people just start beating the absolute shit out of people that are committing crimes. I agree with you. I think you win the debate. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Rohit wins. Uh, It's a rare one. A rare win. Just, I concede. You're just, I think everyone should get beaten up. (laughs) And I sleep with a baseball bat next to my bed. So if someone came in, I just whip the shit out of them. Oh yeah, dude. Just like, you know, when like you like, when you hit, like when you hit a ball and it gets the meat of the bat and you don't even feel the ball, but you just hear it and you just go sailing. Oh, it's such a good feeling. Oh, it's like literally the best. Yeah. Imagine that, but with someone that's like threatening your life and your shit. Look, I, I think this is, uh, I think this is here. This is heroism. <laughs> yeah, this, this is yeah. So thank you for bringing me uh, hope on that. I'm not crazy. Uh, I don't <laughs> think you're. Uh, I don't think you're crazy. I actually think you're. Uh, uh, I think you're a stable genius. <laughs> Thanks. You're not the first person to tell me that. Um, so let's. We're running out of time. I want to. Yeah, I really want to get to Gen Z, but I kind of want to save it now. I talk so much. I know I fought you so much in the mega Monday that we ran out of, we're running a little short on that. We're running um, a little short. So, you know, we'll do Gen Z next week. Cause yeah, this is a we'll deep make that, topic. We'll make that topic. Number one. So we can do topic one. So we, yeah, we great. promise our listeners we're, we're going to dive deep into Gen Z. And but we next love week. Gen Z. We love <laughs> it. So this is a pretty, like big, things. <laughs> I mean, love is, it can be interpreted in many ways. Yeah. I, I do. Uh, I, I'm really unironically saying I do have a lot of nice things to say despite a lot of the not nice things we're about to say. Um, All right. I have less, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do a quick hopeless TV and a, and a 4chan and then we'll get the submissions and stuff uh, later. So I, um, feel hopeless about something you said to me. Uh huh. Uh, because for those who don't know, Jon Stewart is back doing one day a week on the daily show. I used to love Jon Stewart on the daily show. Then it got way less, uh, interesting with, I mean, Trevor Noah's fine, but it, it just John Stewart brought a certain something mm-hmm. that, like, he's just amazing at it. He's amazing at debate, at political commentary. <clears throat> um, his interviews are interesting. He just was a great host. So he's back on Mondays. 
I'm now watching again. I've watched the first two. I've found they're great. And he doesn't just say what you're supposed to say. He brings up lots of interesting topics. I really like Jon Stewart. I do. So then why did you tell me when I told you that The Daily Show, that he's back, that the da- you said The Daily Show is cringe? It made me feel hopeless. Because it hurt your feelings. That's literally <laughs> why. <laughs> That's the only reason you That's said it? That's literally the only fucking reason. <laughs> Because wow, you, you were I got about, trolled. Yeah. Wow. You were talking about how excited you for selling me back, and I don't want you to be happy about it, so I said it's cringe. Even wow, I love what Stewart. a good troll. Dude, you're having the back half of the show. First half, you were, you know, a mess. But the back half, you're really crushing it. Uh, good job. Thank you. Good yeah, literally, job. I was no very answer. confused. I'm like, how do you not like Jon Stewart? I can't believe you held on to that for a fucking week. It's upset me. <laughs> This whole time, I've been very upset. Oh, I'm so proud of myself. I had to see my therapist and talk out my problems because I'm like, how does Rohit, one of my dearest friends, not like Jon Stewart? He's funny. He's very funny. I love him. (laughs) Like, how did you not think he's funny? At that moment, I thought it would make you mad. And I didn't realize just how well it worked. It's, I've been so upset. (laughs) wow (laughs) wow it really wow good job all right well we'll bring us home with a we do a 4chan segment i'm rowan i am impressed good troll thank you Um, thank you um okay aaron this one's dangerous this 4chan um so you know for this for again new listeners i just read stuff that i found in 4chan i didn't finish reading this one explain what 4chan is really quick so 4chan is one of like you know like you got like martha stewart and mr rogers um, you have, uh, you know, Stephen or sorry, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like you've got a lot of really nice people that have like been in our lives that are kind of inspiring us. Fortune is exactly like that. Um, except the opposite where fortune is a toilet bowl of the internet and a, like a mostly purely unmoderated forum that's been famous for the past decade and a half for shit posting. Um, so every week we will pick uh, a post from fortune. And by um, we, we mean Rohit. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I actually, this might be a tough one to read. Um, okay. Again, this is not, I, I haven't read this whole thing, but I just skimmed it. Um, and I Stop that, if you get to a point that's, like, too bad. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, you know, we have big sponsors. Okay. Yeah. So, this one is called Tale, Anon is Insider. And it's titled Taylor Swift Fart Porn False Flag. <laughs> Jesus. What could go wrong here? <laughs> oh, God. Again, I did not write this. Um, so, uh, insider here. In the coming months, a real video of Hillary Clinton beating a Down syndrome Asian girl to death with a bloody dildo will surface and go viral. The establishment will counter this by releasing virtually real, extremely high-quality, AI-generated Taylor Swift fart porn. This porn will be fake, but the Hillary Clinton clip will be real. The global propaganda machine and its fake opposition will do the expected and say it's fake, but many people will be suspicious. They will resort to alienation rather than persuasion. This fart porn will be so extreme and high quality that every male will become addicted and unable to get stimulated by anything else, including their wives and girlfriends. The fart porn of Taylor Swift's tiny pink butthole will make you come so fast and so hard. There's really nothing you can do about it. There's no counter. The psyop, of course, will be successful in demoralization, intimidation. It will always be effective in most normal I can't say that word. We'll buy it and it will start another conflict. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well, this is is ending with something about the future. Yeah. Uh, I guess this is a future prediction. And uh, 
Hey, it goes with our theme. So everyone, thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, that I feel last, sick after reading that. That was really bad. Uh, yeah. We might um, have to edit that one out. Yeah, but we're not going to. We know we're no, going to leave it because Jesus. we we don't we don't uh, deprive our listeners. No, but thank you for listening. Business. We will get yeah. to Gen Z next week. I promise it's a good topic. Thank you for listening. And until next time, uh, I'm Aaron. He's Rohit. Stay hopeful. Bye, you guys. When the world seems cold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore, here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shines through the door. It's the hopeless show With Aaron and Rogan, whoa It's the hopeless show